this ain't no joke. I had to back up off of it and sit my cup down. Sangaray and chronic, yeah, I'm fucked up now. But it ain't no stopping, I'm still popping. Dre got some bitches from the city of Compton to serve me. Not for the cherry on top, cause when I bust my nut, I'm raising the box to cop. Don't get upset, girl, that's just how it goes. I don't love you, hoes, I'm out the dough. And I'll be. There's Snoop. Starting off your day. Good morning. It's one way conversation. How are you today? How are things today? You know, yesterday I was talking about uh, I was kind of I was ripping people on the segways and the scooters, and then uh, I get to the train station. I go up. I got to pay for my parking, and I go up to the kiosk. And I'm standing there paying, and kid, older kid. Not, this guy's not a kid. This guy, I don't know, thirty maybe. At the old, I would say 30, maybe even early 30s, rolls by me on a skateboard. I'll tell, I, I'll, I will show respect for the skateboard. I don't know if it's because I'm like a 90s kid. I don't know if it's because it, one, it's compact. You know, it's not going to get in people's way. It's smaller than like my backpack, so it's not going to get in my way in the train. And it, it takes effort to do. You have to, you know, use your muscles and. Um, a little bit of energy to, to, to get that thing going. So I, I don't mind the skateboard. I thought it was funny how I, I was talking about these things and then I saw like an alternative mode of transportation. But if that's, how, if that's how you choose to go about it, the bike is just too big. The bike is too big. So does, does it require body energy and, you know, effort? Yeah, of course, but just... It's just, it's not, it doesn't fit on the train in that situation. Keep it off the fucking trains. I know they have the bike racks, but I prefer you didn't have it on the commuter train. Um, Alright, what else uh, What else we got going on here? Uh, just, to, just to coincide with people not walking and not doing their... Just refusing to... Like, have, use any energy to get from the train to the office. Uh, I saw a study yesterday. This study's bullshit, but... I saw a study yesterday that said, uh, whatever the number was, percentage of Americans cannot reach their toes without straining, cannot bend over and reach their toes without straining. I don't know, does that mean like straight back, straight legs? Because is that what makes you a model of fitness if you can like bend over? I can't touch, I think it's like a back issue though for me. Like I can't bend over and touch my toes. Can you? It seems ridiculous. That's a, that's a young man's game right there. I'm not. It's not even like a, fit, a physically fit issue. It's uh, again, like if you if you had a fucking stiff back or a bad back. I just want to welcome this maroon CRV to the program. Who darted out in front of me, caused me to hit my brakes, meaning you had no right to fucking enter the road there. As soon as I had to apply pressure to my brakes, you have cut me off. And I've gone down 10 miles an hour in driving. Oh, whatever. Okay, so that's all bullshit. Um, yesterday, finally got some rain in this area. We were, it was a drought. It was, um, we hadn't had a good rain in a while. I don't know when the last one was. I know we had like a drizzle a week or two ago, and, but it wasn't sustained rain uh, over a nice period of time. Yesterday, it fucking poured. It was, uh, I mean, the heavens opened up, and I had uh, train delays in the afternoon because of it. 
So there was like an hour where they just were not letting trains leave Grand Central. Uh, I think there was some flooding in the Bronx, and that caused the problem all down the line. So uh, yesterday I uh, had a little, it wasn't really free time, but I had time to kill after work. And it wasn't, by the time I left work, the rain had stopped. So I get, I'm not going to hang out the train, train station for what amounted to about an hour and 10 minutes. But um, I wasn't going to go to the train station and hang out, just sit out there waiting for the train to come with all these books from work. So there's really not any place to go. Like, I, it ended up being an hour. It wasn't supposed to be an hour. It was supposed to be like 40 minutes. I thought I had a little less time. So I just, you know, I wasn't going to go find a bar and sit in the bar, but the bar there that talked about sucks. I hate that. It's a brewery, and I hate that brewery. Um, I refuse to go there. There's another little restaurant that I've been to over there where they try to cut me off after one beer, uh, which is weird. So I'm not going to go back there. It's not really a bar situation. I don't know what that place is. I have no interest in finding out. Um... And the guy was saying, do you want a piece of bread? I was like, no, man, I just want a second beer, please. Like, <laughs> I couldn't believe it. Like, no, second beer is implied. You have a first beer, second beer is implied. Um, so, uh, I was like, I'll just go for a walk. I didn't get out during the day. It was kind of, it was kind of cool out. It wasn't humid. So I was like, oh, let's go for a walk. And I got caught in, like, torrential downpours. It was, well, like... There was a crack of thunder, and it, there was not like a warning of rain. It was just on top of me, and it just started pouring. It was out of the movies. I mean, because you don't hear like the crack of thunder and then rain starts. That's out of the movies, man. But this was a scene from a fucking movie. And I was soaked in like two seconds. So no matter what I did from that, that point on, and I was going to just be wet. So I just found like an awning, and I sat into the awning just to save myself the, uh, I don't know, embarrassment of continuing to get pelted with rain, but, uh, whatever, I get, I get on the train, you know, a little while later, it's, they did, I gotta give Metro North credit, they did a nice job getting the trains back on, and they had, like, staggered, you had to kind of pay attention, but they had, they, they did it nicely, so you had a bunch of trains coming in at once, but they didn't. They weren't all making the same stops. So basically, the trains were broken up by stops. So if you were go if you're going to stops A, B, C, you got on this train. If you're going to stops D, E, F, you're going on this train. So it was kind of cool how they did that, and it worked out really well. It was really convenient for me because I ended up getting a train when my stop was the second stop. That never happened. So uh, yeah, nice job at Metro North yesterday, but. We get to my stop, and it, again, like skies have opened up. It is pouring, like it is downpouring, buckets, sheets of rain coming down, and the people getting off the train, they honestly look like the dumbest people to exist. They look like they're dodging rain, and like the looks in their faces, like it's, it's rain, man. These people looked like they were in fucking Ukraine dodging missiles, Russian missiles or some shit. It's just fucking rain. Like, if you don't have an umbrella, I mean, even if you have an umbrella, you're going to get wet. If you do 
if you don't have an umbrella, you're not going to, like, save yourself any trouble by putting a, a bag over your head. It's not, not a bag, like a plastic bag over your head. I would fully encourage people to put a plastic bag over their head to keep themselves dry. But, like, you put their backpack over their head, like, it's not going to do anything, man. You're not, and they, the, the pain expressions on their face is really an embarrassment for the human race. Uh, ought to be ashamed of themselves. People just couldn't handle getting a little wet yesterday. Um, in the process of all this, I keep like little notes um, throughout the day. And it's just like a single piece of paper. I fold it up, I put it in my pocket. And it's just notes, you know, ideas for the show, right? And paper got destroyed. I mean, it was like ink running everywhere. I got home and it was soaked. I opened it up. I dried it. I think I actually got most of the shit that I had written down or at least the idea of it. So, I think I have most of it. So, that's, that's what I have um, salvaged this morning. A few things to talk about. Um, you know, tomorrow, whatever, whenever we get to these things. But I got most of it. There's one thing and I don't know what happened. I don't know what it is. It just said play or playing, and I have no idea. I don't know what. I don't know what that is. I don't know what came after. I don't know what the idea was. It just said play, playing, play or playing. I can't. I can't. Even now, I, I hoped. My hope was I said it out loud, and it would kind of come to me. But nothing. Construction, early morning construction. Oh, this must be some, not construction, there must be some damage from the, oh, there was an accident. Somebody ran into the barrier on the highway. Not today, but they're fixing it today. Okay, just so you know, I know you're concerned about the health of this uh, Lonely Hearts Highway. Oh, and now we're all set my brakes or something. Okay. That's dangerous. It was just, there was no signs. It was just a truck in the middle of the road saying, road work, fine, double the head. And everybody had to slam the brakes and get over really quickly. No warning, coming around a bend. Okay. I have to, you know what? Sometimes I feel stupid having to, like, commentate my commute. But if I'm just concentrating on the driving, which I am doing, is I'm concentrating on the driving. I'm gonna be silent for like these little moments here where I'm avoiding slamming at top speed into the back of some uh, utility truck or construction truck. So I have to say what's going on because then, I, then, A, you know I'm paying attention and B, there's no dead air. But I know yesterday I was doing it a little bit and I, would, I went back and listened to a couple minutes of it and it's just dead air. So you can't have that. So it's gonna happen sometimes, just the nature of being in the car doing the show, but occasionally you're gonna have like, a, are you the same fucking CRV that cut me off before? Another maroon CRV just darted in front of me just to fucking get over to the other lane. Unfazed by the fact that we could have ended up in a massive collision, like 10 cars, us being the first two. All right. Um, Anyway, where where were we? We were nowhere. Okay, so a disturbing story out of uh, West Virginia. Um, 
woman was in a coma for two years. She had been attacked in her home with, uh, I think it was a machete. Oh, a machete. A machete attack, and she escaped, I mean, I don't know, escaped with a coma for two years. But brain injuries, terrible attack, obviously. I mean, what kind of a, it's a nice attack. Um, and, uh, when she woke up from a coma, you know, not in a great way, but still able to finger her brother, poor choice of words there, able to finger her brother um, as the attacker. So, one, that's the guy's defense, right? Uh, automatically, the lawyers would come out and say, she, you know, she's got brain damage, she can't possibly know what she's talking about, she's maybe a close relative close kin is the only one she could actually remember with her uh, weakened state, I could be a pretty good defense lawyer. You gotta be kind of a scumbag. And I feel like I could be a good, I feel like I could play a good scumbag. I, think, I feel like I could be a decent defense lawyer. Um, you just gotta get, you know what it is, you just gotta give your guys a fair trial. That's that's all it is. Be sure that things are going by the book. But, you know, if you got a little loophole, you can find a way out of it. You could get that shadow of a doubt. That's your job to do. There's no, there was no evidence. That's why they never nabbed the brother before. Um, but that's just got to be the defense coming in from the, from the lawyers. Like, oh, the, consider the source. Consider that's not a credible witness. Um, they arrest, they did arrest the guy. Um, this is probably one of those things where I never hear about again. But uh, what, what's this guy doing for two years though? Is he hoping? Just like hoping she ever comes out of the coma. Like, is, is he hoping that, like, she dies? Like, if you're the attacker, are you monitoring her situation, like, day by day? And why don't you have... I mean, I saw the guy. The guy didn't look like a guy who was dicking this through, but... Don't you have, like, an escape plan? Like, if she's starting to get better, like, don't you have a backpack? Let's get in a plane and go someplace? Or is he just... I mean, he's got to be hoping the entire time. Like, she's never going to come out of this. If she comes out of it, she's not going to be able to... She's going to be in no condition. And... I don't know, man. I feel like, this, again, these criminals are just so stupid. I mean, what kind of animal attacks his sister with a machete um, and then just stands by for two years waiting for her to come out of it and finger her? I guess this is again a really bad choice of words. There's good. We got to get. We have to get rid of that terminology. We can't say that when you identify somebody as uh, whatever you're identifying them as, you can't say they fingered them anymore. You just can't do it. This sounds so bad. It sounds atrocious. Um. Yeah. I just did. Uh, I didn't really have much on that. I guess I, did, I just don't understand the lack of preparation. This guy, the guy, had two years head start. Like, how are you still in West Virginia? Even. Okay, I know not everybody has the means, but I mean, two years is a long time. I mean, he's probably you know, living paycheck by paycheck. Um, obviously, he's got some issues, rage issues, whatnot. So he's probably drinking a lot. And not really giving it too much thought. But, I mean, I, I, you gotta be prepared for the day she wakes up, man. 
But that's that's my that's my defense, man. Like she, who else? She doesn't remember anybody else. She has such significant brain damage. She just she's talking about people that she knows. Well, I mean, what what two years lost in a coma after a machete attack? That has to be. I wonder what the state. See, that's what I want to know. Like, if you're in a coma for a couple years, how conscious are you to what's going on? How conscious are you that you are unconscious? Do you have any memories, right? Because there's your people talking about um, hearing things, people squeeze. There's, like, the great story. My One of my favorite stories is... Uh, I'm going to fuck it up because I don't remember all the details, but it's a Jay Leno story. Not, I was never a big Jay Leno fan, but when Rodney Dangerfield was dying, he was in a coma, and Jay Leno went to visit him at the hospital, and, uh, like, you know, he took his hand, I guess I could, like, place the finger in Rodney Dangerfield's hand, and he said something about, like, pulling my finger... You know, the classic pull my finger, which is why I love comedians so much is that it's all of comedy is just up for grabs at all times. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, from the from the lowest joke to pull my finger, fart jokes, to the highest, you know, to, to the aristocrats, to the highest level of humor, the puns, dad jokes, it all counts. And so he says something to Roddy Dangerfield as he's laying there dying in a coma with his finger in his hand about pulling his finger and sure enough he feels a squeeze and that's like to me one of the great old time stories but I wonder if you wake up from a coma like how much do you remember from that time like what is your experience are the dreams vivid do you have do you have memories of these dreams because you're living in that state for two full years you know, I just, yeah, I, it's very curious to me about what what uh, the brain does in that state. Because the brain is like this crazy, we only use X percentage of our brain, and then I would assume you have to be, you, you use a much different portion of it, and maybe, it, maybe, I don't know if it's a new percentage, but it's a much different portion of it for two years. Um, that brain activity is not the normal human brain activity. On top of it, it was bashing with machete. So, um, yeah, I just am very. I'm a wondrous child in the in the arena of the brain. Uh, it just uh, it's interesting to me, and I'm not going to solve anything here on the show today. But uh, that's where my mind's at. And maybe and maybe I inspire you to go Google something today. Check it out. Or maybe not. Maybe you're like, uh, what's this guy going to fucking sign off and call it a day? This is terrible. What's he fucking talking about? He's babbling on and on about fucking brain activity of a coma patient. Um, yes. And we will be signing off in a moment. But it's just, uh, <laughs> he won't shut up, the guy. But it's just, uh, I mean, one of those things. All right. 
This guy sits on his fucking phone all day in his fucking Tesla every fucking day. Oh, this guy's not happy. I think I took his spot. But I did. I do the old pull in. I think he was trying to pull in this one. All right, whatever. Fuck this guy. All right, and this guy sits on his tr on his phone all day. He watches a train go by as he's on his tr on his phone. Why you here early if you're just gonna be sitting on your phone? in the park a lot. Very weird habit this guy has. Alright, anyway, that's it for me for today. I've, I don't know, this this show is probably not that good of a show. <laughs> I think we peaked with Snoop Dogg. Um, <laughs> a lot of traffic talk, a lot of weather talk. Very local newsy. Have a great fucking day. I'll be back here tomorrow. Hopefully we'll do something <laughs> a little bit better. Uh, do not take any shit from anybody. I'll talk to you then.